welcome once again. Uh, Talk Derby to me. I'm uh, I'm Blake Fellows with uh, the voice of Derbyshire cricket. Whenever there's a cricket one, we have to get the big dog on. <laughs> Hi, Fletch. Very kind of you to invite me back, Blake. Thank you. I'm good. And Derbyshire skipper. Well, actually, at the minute, captain of the best team in the country. <laughs> morning, Blake. Morning, morning, Fletch. Morning, Bill. Yeah, the statistics don't lie, do they? They don't lie. Nobody else has got 44 points after two matches. It's been a it's been a very uh, promising start. It's just lovely to to win back to back games to start the season, but um, yeah, still plenty of uh, cricket to be played. I have not seen it. I think Fletcher Fletcher's seen uh, almost every ball of it. What's gone right so far? Um, well, I think that across the two games we've um, consistently um, played really good cricket with both bat and ball. Um, firstly, to to win uh, first-class games of cricket, you need to take 20 wickets, which we um, we've been able to do with uh, the varying attacks that we've put out. Um, we obviously had a fantastic run chase um, across at Trent Bridge, uh, which is one of the highlights of uh, of my career. Full stop. It was a fantastic win, um, and then um, the big first innings 400 plus that we posted at Grace Road this week um, the boys all chipped in uh, to support uh, Mads' uh, fantastic century The thing that struck me Billy and we spoke about it after the game at Grace Road is that you look at the you look at the numbers mm. the uh, the ECB tweeted something the other day about the players who've got the most runs and who've got the most wickets and, and there were a few Derbyshire players on it but that's because it has been such a team effort Leas's century at Trent Bridge 86 for yourself Phillips and Prentice all the bowlers chipped in as well and the same again at Grace Road with you know, 350s and Mance's century and all the bowlers chipping in again that must be the most pleasing aspect Well yeah re- really pleasing Fletch it's coming from um, well, everyone across the two games has has made a, a contribution that's helped win the game, um, and yeah, for us to continue winning four day games of cricket, um, you need to share that load. It, it, it's uh, it's very much a, a team and, and squad effort um, at our club, Derbyshire, and uh, for everyone to be contributing is um, is not only a nice feeling for everyone involved, but it helps us win games of cricket ultimately. And I've only been watching, sorry, Blake, I've only been watching since 2016, but talking to David Griffin, who's been watching since, I don't know, probably 1873, I think it is Gosh, now. yeah, a long, a long a time. A long, long time. Um, and he's seen an awful lot of very good innings. Uh, Leas deploys knock at Trent Bridge. Uh, and Sam Connors, who we should also mention, almost in the same breath, that last sure. wicket partnership, was the most astonishing thing I think I've ever seen. Not, and, and then we saw the run chase, but it's yeah. still... That 130, 61 he was when Sam came yeah. out to join him. Uh, and he went on to make 130 and basically kept Derbyshire in the game, the pair of them. Yeah, I think that that context is really important. I know you, you generally look after the victory at the fantastic run chase. But um, if you yeah, if you trace back to a couple of days before and when Sam originally went out to, to join Leas, um, we were... It was a huge deficit at the time, and um, the, yeah, the skill and uh, temp, uh, temperament and composure that Leas played with, um, and as you quite rightly said, the um, the support at the other end from Sam, um, them runs were essential in keeping us 
in the game at, at that time. If um, if the lead would have been any greater uh, going into Notts' second innings, um, yeah, it would have been an uphill task to uh, to win the game. And I don't feel sorry for people in Nottingham, well, ever, really, um, <laughs> which is the way it should be. Uh, I did feel a little tinge of sympathy, though, for the groundsman because he was sitting on the on the roller from the moment Sam went out to bat, yeah. which was a bit disrespectful, I think, but... Some proved him wrong, so it was it was it was terrific. Uh, and then Finn Hudson Prentice, of course, who, who, who pulled up lame in the first innings, bowling presumably fielding, uh, obviously had Wayne as a runner the first time around, which is always entertaining. And then to, <laughs> sco- to score those to score those ninety one runs uh, yeah. with Michael Cohen, I mean, it, it, it seems absurd to pick people on it. Critch made thirty five, and and uh, you know it's just absurd, but. Everybody will focus on Hudson Prentice and and this remarkable this remarkable run chase, which quite frankly at the start of the day, with the greatest respect to everybody involved, I gave you no chance. Sure, there's plenty of people uh, up and down the country that have been um, of the same uh, opinion, and and history suggests that you were correct to to think that way. Is three fifty plus or three sixty plus to chase? Um, it doesn't happen uh, very often in any form of cricket, let alone day four, uh, local derby, uh, away from home in a, in a championship match. Um, and yeah, just uh, again, the, the composure and the skill that Finn showed um, to take the game into the last 10 overs. Uh, we always knew that with 10 overs remaining, if we had three or four plus wickets uh, in the shed, which we did at that stage, with one side of the boundary uh, being quite short. Um, we always fancied our chances with one batsman in, not out, which we had with Finn, that we could target that and and chase down anything in, in them last 10 overs, um, only if we had them wickets uh, as a safety blanket. Where does it rank? I was always confident because yeah. I've told Fletch uh, I've got a no always I, confident Blake. I know you always Fletch, Fletch will know this I told one of my colleagues that my exact statement was and it was one first thing in the morning I'll give you that Bob just before lunch said if Darbyshire don't win this I'll resign so yeah. thank you <laughs> <what he> said, <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> in honestly in the office in the office yeah, it was on um, yeah. I mean, I, want I've got it, I want to make it clear that I didn't offer to resign if you didn't win it I, was, yeah. I, need, I, need, I need the money I do also want to apologise for the first innings when I uh, I said to my uh, I spoke to my dad and said you need to put YouTube on Billy's about to get a century. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <did you>? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, but where does it where does it rank for you? Because that I mean, for me in my lifetime, I mean we we spoke when you came on before about historic victories for the club and finals day and all these big victories. That is that's massive. I know Fletcher's got a few stats about playing knots in first class cricket. It's almost, in my lifetime, unheard of of going to Trent Bridge and winning in first class. But to do it in them circumstances. No, it, well, it ranks right at the top, Blake, because of what you said, the the local rivalry. Knotts are obviously a, um, a very strong team and, and club with, with a great history. Um, to win any game of four-day four cricket, is it, it, it takes a lot of hard work and, and skill. Um, so to do that away from home against your closest rivals who happen to be a, a very strong team and club um, and the added history of 
um, have, have gone there previously and, uh, and nearly winning, I think, in 2017, I think the year was, um, which um, we would have almost certainly won if it wasn't for the weather. Um, it, yeah, it all added up to uh, to being right at the, the top of the list for uh, for wins, as uh, not just for my Derbyshire career, but my playing career. Well, I don't think. I mean, obviously, 2016 when you first became captain, but it was my first season, and I've never seen Derbyshire beat Nottinghamshire in any form of cricket until last week. So, uh, thank you for that. Uh, the good thing for me is as well that they're not even top of the list of sides beaten by Derbyshire in a run chase because that's Australia, even though it was the most against a county they still can't top yeah. that group which that, that particular list which is terrific <laughs> um the key to the Trent Bridge game such as sport and you'll know more about this clearly than I will but the key to sport is n- not looking at the knots win and, and sort of sitting back and getting the cigars out and saying blimey look what we've just done you've got to go and do it again and and really Trent Bridge would have been slightly diminished, although not much, but slightly diminished had you not gone and performed again at Grace Road, which, <laughs> quite frankly, was equally astonishing, really, on a, on a pitch that had a little bit of a green tinge on it on the first morning, as you might expect, but looked looked a fairly decent track to bat on. Yeah, and it is, it's nice to, to reminisce about the, the great victory away at, at Notts and, and even this week just gone at, at Leicester, which was another... Uh, for different reasons, a uh, fantastic team effort. Um, but the game's come thick and fast. And uh, yes, we've won two from two, but uh, it's very much important now that um, we have all our focus and energy for, for the next opportunity, which is coming up tomorrow away at Headingley at Yorkshire against another uh, huge county that we've got a, a very good local rival rivalry with. Um, and it's always a really tough game up there, in um, particularly in four-day cricket. So um, yeah, it's fantastic to, to have two from two. But as you quite rightly said, you, you've got you got to keep uh, um, keep with what's uh, in front of you at the moment. And again, it, it, it was another one of those games where everybody contributed, wasn't it? Where you know the three half centuries, a century from Wayne Madsen, six wickets for Matt Critchley, four for twenty-two from Dustin Melton in the first yeah. innings. It was it was one of those where if somebody wasn't either scoring runs or picking up wickets, somebody else was. Yeah. And um and again it was it was very similar to the performance at Trent Bridge and uh, what we touched upon at the start of the conversation was that everyone in the team were in their own way, making a contribution to help us win the game of, of cricket. And um, I suppose essentially that's why we're two from two, that uh, we had a, um, a large number of individuals coming together to help the team in their discipline, not just with bat and ball, but in the field as well. Someone like Anuj Dahl, who um, scored a, a, a really sprightly 20-odd against the second new ball in in our first innings um, and filled it exceptionally well, saving us runs um, throughout both innings. So e- even a performance uh, like that is might go under the radar c- compared to to the uh, the great runs and in innings uh, that got us to 400 and the exceptional efforts and disciplines from the from the bowling attack to take 20 wickets. Uh, but yeah, there were many contributions uh, behind the scenes, so to speak, as well. 
I heard in the change room when I was waiting to, to speak to you, I heard what I believe is known as singing, although I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure about questionable, it. You, questionable you, singing. Uh, as you've all enjoyed the victory, and quite rightly, you, you, you shouldn't enjoy uh, any kind of victory. And, and that's important, isn't it? But there were two different types of victory, if you like. One was sort of in real adversity where, where you came through at, at Trent Bridge yeah. and, and possibly nobody expected. And the other one, the pressure was on because you were so on top that that, that sort of increases the pressure as well on a sportsman. Isn't it? So the two completely different kinds of victory. Yeah, and, and the, it's a really good point, Fletch. And the one particularly at Leicester was um, more of your, not old-fashioned, but your more stereotypical four-day win. Um, although we're in the ascendancy throughout, the, the game that we won at Knotts was... Um, a breathtaking chase and it doesn't happen very often um, but the Leicester one was equally in, uh, as pleasing as a performance because uh, to win four day games of cricket you are post 400 which we were able to do you need someone to make a century and have contributions around that which we tick that box um, but most importantly you need the, the discipline uh, and patience um, and the physical efforts of, of the bowlers and uh, and fielders uh, to field a long time and, and take 20 wickets, 10 in each innings, which we were were able to do. And, and that was what I was really most chuffed at, the, the bowling unit, what they uh, what they were able to do in terms of their, their discipline and their physical efforts and sticking to the plans. How do your preparations differ going into Yorkshire at Headingley then? Do you, do you approach every game just in exactly the same way or having one, two? Can you change things up, or is it, is it just the same set routine each time you're you're preparing for a game? Yeah, because there's uh, the time frames the same. Well, I know we had uh, we'd earned the extra day off because we won in three days at Leicester, um, but generally it's three days in between the games. So um, yeah, our, our three day cycle is um, or has been uh, identical to the two uh, previous weeks where we'll have a designated day for. Uh, for training and preparation and then either side of that it's about um, rest and, and recovery guys getting away from the game seeing their families um, connecting with their hobbies um, and making sure that they're yeah, physically and mentally ready for um, the, the travel and the challenge of playing at Headley on Saturday How different does it feel you have the breaks every six overs of course when you're in the field to, to sanitise your hands and all the protocols that surround the ground. I mean, it's it's a very different arrival and, and day really once you get once you get to each individual ground, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is, and it, it, the pattern was slightly different at Leicester just because physically it's a, it's a different space and protocols, although uh, essentially the same. Uh, uh, what you need to do and where you need to do it is in a slightly different location. So once you familiarise yourself with that, Fletch, um, I wouldn't say it's become second nature already, but it, it, you you adapt quickly. Uh, and from my side anyway, occasionally when you've put together a good six over a chunk of time in the field uh, and you want that to keep rolling on, the, the, the occasional sort of, sanitizing break is is a little annoying but that's at very worst um it hasn't actually in to too much time from a playing point of view I don't know how you guys have found it as um guys that have been spectating and uh reviewing the game uh, in your professional capacity but it, it's once you get used to it it's not a, it's not a huge change is it 
Well, it was only at Leicester when Richard Ray said that every time the players sanitised their hands, we should. And that's what we did. We basically made a bit of a that deal was of you it. And sorry, and Sue. So my, my hands shot of like, vodka. Hands like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, what with? <laughs> yeah, my, my, hands are like, my hands are like prunes now. It's just yeah. The cricket sanitation uh, drinking game. Man, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you're working with... You're working with essentially the same top four as you worked with last season, batting-wise. It's the bowlers who were always... The spotlight was always on the bowlers this season because of the games coming so quickly and because of the, the, the short preparation time at the start of it. And and you've changed things about. Does that give you more to think about as the captain? You've got different personnel. You've got younger players, less experienced players. Well, f- first, is a, a lot more... Um inexperienced guys that are making their their way in the game but as we've uh, touched upon before Fletcher for me that's uh, one of the the greatest privileges um, and um, motivations for me as uh, as a captain to um, in some small way help particularly the younger guys coming through uh, joining the club and making their way in a first class cricket and professional cricket to to try and help and, and support that transition in any way that I can. Um, so yeah, that's a, it's a real motivation for me. And um, the, the younger guys always bring a, a, a real uh, source of, of energy and, and hunger, uh, different characters from different parts of the world as um, bring different humor, different crack, different personalities. So it, it's, uh, it's fantastic. And um, as I said, uh, uh, a real strand of the of the captaincy and and the role that uh, asked, uh, that is a real privilege. And those youngsters have stepped up as well, haven't they? I mean, you yeah. touched on it once about how proud you are, but just to see, it's interesting. You watch them and they come out, and Ed Barnes didn't get a wicket until the second innings, and he was really quiet in the first. But once he'd got those two in, in and over, he was clapping and shouting and geeing everybody because he felt part of the team. And and every, because everybody's contributed, the whole squad now, there's probably only only, only Tom Wood and Nils Priestley, Tony Palladino, for, for the reasons we all know about, and Ravi, who's obviously, bless him, stuck in Trinidad, sure, yeah. who, who haven't been in the been in the squad or been around it and and everybody's contributed which must help moving forward in the fact that you've now haven't just got oh we've got these 11 and if we have to change it then this it might weaken it it doesn't weaken it yeah and, and I, the the other the other beauty of the the variation of of personnel we've got now Fletch is that each bowler brings something slightly different we've got uh, left armers that are shorter and very quick left armers that are um, a little bit slower, but skillful. We've got bowlers that can bowl for long spells, bowlers that are impact bowlers that bowl uh, shorter spells or guys that are very tall that can extract uh, bounce. We've got guys that can swing it, guys that can use bounce. So we've got a real varied attack. Um, so that that's really nice to have at, uh, at our disposal. Um, but again, at, as as we've spoken about previously, Fletch, it's it's also important that yes, the guys have done fantastically well, and I see no reason why they can't continue to do that. Um, but uh, the majority of, of the guys are making their way in professional cricket, and um, we're all on a continual journey of of learning, and I think just managing their 
um, expectations is is really important. Now is not the time to go into Derby's historic record against Yorkshire. What I'd like to do, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it from Griff this morning and I didn't like it. Um, most recently, though, in in fifty and twenty over cricket, because they haven't played an awful lot of first class cricket, Derbyshire against Yorkshire in recent years sure. for obvious reasons. Derbyshire have gone up to Headingley. Uh, and done well. You you batted really nicely with white and white ball. Leas has batted really. We all know what Wayne can do anyway. And and wins have come, uh, and a tie, I believe. Um, so does can you take those those of you who were involved in those games? Uh, can you take any confidence from from the white ball stuff going ahead? Because quite often you see it's it's little old Derbyshire, and you you'll have had sure. this many times. Little old Derbyshire going to play Yorkshire, much like little old Derbyshire going to Trent Bridge, no chance. But you've got, you've got to get that out of your head and obviously get, well, we've done all right up there in, in recent years. Yeah, most certainly. I'm, we can definitely take um, the positives from uh, our recent record against Yorkshire. Um, we've defeated them home and away, at Chesterfield, uh, Headingley, um, and a lot of their players uh, have been involved in, in them games. So, yeah, without doubt, you, you do take them experiences across, um, and it stands us in good stead in terms of uh, of our confidence. But also, it's important to to realise whoever, whatever your record is against whoever, um, historically, uh, the game always starts at naught for naught, and the conditions are fresh, and um, everyone's in a different place and, and space. So, uh, just respecting and, and treating the uh, the next ball and, and the opposition you come up against on the day uh, with maximum respect is um, is what we'll be doing. My, my only other observation on that is I don't know where you are staying in, in Leeds, assuming that you are staying, but there's not much room left in Andrew Gale's head because we're already in that. Because he actually mentioned the fact that he was delighted that they weren't coming to Chesterfield this year. So it's, <laughs> it's, obviously, really, something, yeah. it's obviously something that's, that, sure. that their group, either talk about or it's certainly you know one of those things that sort of hangs over them like a shadow oh, this is Derbyshire we, we're supposed to beat these and we can't we just can't beat them I love it love it um, Fletcher's touched on a couple of the things like going to the big obviously we're all, all the games are away and there's the different routines you've got to go to with all the, the social distancing and sure and you've not got the routine of going to the counter ground are you miss missing going down the obviously there's the, the element of missing seeing like Donna on reception and all the people that are there yeah. and and but just having your your home ground is that something you miss as a captain? I think we all um, there'd all be a part of uh, not just myself but the whole group uh, where we we miss our home. Do you know it's our mm. it's our base. It's where we feel comfortable. Um, we're used to the surroundings. We're used to the home conditions. We're used to like you said familiar faces. Um, and the the support and, and love we get from from our working staff and members and supporters. Um, so yeah, undoubtedly there'll be an element of of all of us which misses that. Um, but when you've won uh, two in a row on the road, uh, I think uh, we're, we're happy to continue playing away if, if we keep winning every game. So uh, and essentially, Blake, we are it's taken out of our hands. We are playing our games away from home. Mm. Um, and it's been done for um, for a bigger and, and greater cause. Mm. Um, so we don't have much or any choice in the matter, and, and I'm really 
uh, I'm really pleased with how the guys have um, have reacted to that and uh, gone about their business. Derby's has getting quite a reputation for itself at the Encora County Ground because obviously they've had Pakistan. The England women have been there. Sure, they're, yeah. coming, they're coming back. And now the Australians, it was announced this morning, they're going yeah. to spend uh, some time preparing. So uh, it's a big hats off to the uh, the ground staff as well, isn't it? And the, yeah, here, here, what, the, what they can do. The, I think <laughs> the, Aussies, the Aussies last year when they came for the, uh, the first class match were saying that the, the net facilities were as good as anything they'd been on. Yeah. That's right, and that's generally the uh, the reports up and up and down the country. Um, yeah, the, the grounds changed well tremendously over the last decade, and um, it's nice to get that. Um, not just for, for me personally, but I mean for the board, the club, uh, Neil and his ground staff, and um, Ryan, chief exec, and, and all his staff to to be getting that public approval and, and praise and recognition is uh, from external sources is um, yes yeah, it's, it's really really nice to hear almost halfway through the first class season we're already looking ahead to the t20s as well with the fixtures out and yeah there are after what happened last year uh, you can understand why everybody's a little bit excited again disappointing that there won't be any spectators inside the ground so that'll make them slightly yeah. weirder especially t20 when mm. there generally is a raucous crowd in there there might be by the time finals day comes back. Yeah, they were saying so, weren't they? October mm, yeah. the 3rd. So, yeah, yeah but at, least, at, least, at least you'll play in front of some live, some live yeah. people once this season. Well, possibly <laughs> possibly more if they can get sneak a few into Lords, but we'll not get too far ahead of ourselves. Um, you're looking forward to the T20s again? I mean, it, it was a terrific campaign last season. And <laughs> I, I keep having to check myself. It was a success because Derby should have never been there before. But I know there was huge disappointment on the day as there is every time you lose yeah. a game of, game of cricket. But it, it was a success and something to build on. Yeah, we were, we played some really good T20 cricket um, last year, Fletch, and that was reflected in, in getting to the semi-finals. Uh, but as you said, deeply disappointing to to lose that game and the and the performance on the day. Um, so, yeah, look, we, we go into, uh, when it does start, the T20 campaign with a lot of optimism, a, a lot of confidence, um, yeah, and for us, yes, we want to win every game that we turn up and, uh, and compete in. But um, it's it still there. Still is a, a longer-term plan and, uh, and vision in terms of us individuals and as a group. Uh, keep looking at each game as a, an opportunity to uh, to develop um, as a team and, and improve over the longer term as well. That's been brilliant. brilliant. It's been brilliant this season, no matter how short it is. Even if it, even if it, even if it stopped now, in yeah, fact, it's just... if it stopped now, it might be, uh, might be quite useful. But, <laughs> <clears throat> uh, but no, it's been, it's the, the cricket has. I, I'm sure you're not surprised, but I would say that a lot of other people perhaps are, and and that's that's good. If a, if a sportsman can surprise a few people, any sportsman in any sport, uh, I think they think they've done the job, haven't they? Really? Yeah, I would, and then. Uh, look, it's, it's much nicer to play games and, and win, and uh, especially for us as a club, we, um, uh, we're, we're punching um, and fighting against some of the, uh, the biggest uh, counties in, in the game and the, the history of county cricket. So uh, to turn them over is, is really satisfying. But I think broadly speaking as well, Fletch, to, to just be out there playing cricket um, I know it's unfortunate spectators and members can't be there physically, but a fantastic streaming service that the counties are providing with your uh, 
uh, trusted and wise uh, wise voice um, <laughs> documenting the each ball. It, it's just fantastic to to have uh, to have cricket back um, socially and um, uh, for us all all connected to the game that we love. <laughs> Right. We can't, I was going to end it there, but I can't end it on a compliment to Fletch. It'll kill me. <laughs> <laughs> this is my podcast. Yeah, it's, it's, you know what? You know what? It's con, it's considerably tougher now that they're actually linking the commentary up to the pictures because we we can't get anything wrong now. Well, we do, sure, but we shouldn't. And, and it's, <laughs> it's showing us up for what we've just been frauds all these years. Just saying, oh, yeah, yeah, that's probably him out there. That'll do. Now we've, now we've got to get it spot on. It's not going to happen. Yeah, gonna you've had enough time to, to research it all day. You've had half a summer off. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a it's been a pleasure as ever, Billy. Absolute top man, and thank you for uh, for coming on, updating us, telling us about the season, and here's to a successful one. Cheers, Blake. Uh, great to speak as always, Fletch, um, and with yourself, Blake. And uh, just on a personal note, uh, keep up the fantastic work with the the podcast. Um, I know how well received it is, not just in the local area and community but um globally internationally i've got uh, friends far and wide that, that tune in and uh, send their compliments on the uh, on what you're sharing with everyone so well done mate oh thank you very much yeah. we're gonna finish on a compliment to you then are we <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. See you in a bit. cheers boys take care <laughs> cheers nice one take billy care. bye mate